All views expressed on this program are opinion. They do not represent Satori Mortgage, NMLS, 4190, or any affiliate. Please consult with a licensed loan officer before making any home financial decisions. Welcome to the Mortgage Talk Show. I'm your host, Steve Conklin, sitting here with Jake Giraffe from Satori Mortgage. How you doing, Jake? Doing wonderful today. That's good. Good. I'm I'm feeling pretty good myself. I think it's the uh, it's a good week. Mid month, you know, falls on the horizon. A really short fall we'll have that'll probably only be a couple weeks long. You mean? Nah. It's, it's <laughs> Negative Minnesota thing. Let's not jinx ourselves. <laughs> Let's not jinx ourselves. All right. Well, we no interviews today, but we still have the mortgage buzz. All right. For our mortgage buzz today, uh, we got. Uh, from National Mortgage News, uh, Wells Fargo sets aside $8 million to cover loan mod, which is modification mistakes. Okay. Um, so after the crash happened, um, there, you know, obviously the homes, a lot of homes were underwater. Um, and, you know, there was a big push for loan modifications. Loan modifications either gave principal forgiveness, meaning that they would take away some of the money owed, but a lot of them basically stretched your payment out to make it affordable. So let's say, you know, if you're on a 30 year loan and your payment was $1,300 and you're having trouble making that, they would stretch it to a 50 year loan and they would, you know, have your payment be 800 or so. Mm -hmm. Um, it was kind of, they used similar underwriting tactics that they do for getting a mortgage, um, to determine your income and stuff. Uh, and so this article, how many do they say were affected? Uh, I think it was about 625 were incorrectly denied or not offered a mod when they were looking for one because of this mistake. Yeah, okay, 625 and also says 400 went through foreclosure. Yeah, so that means that 400 of these people ended up ha having to foreclose because they were left with no options available because of this mistake, basically. Yeah, I mean, that's... You know, I guess in a percentage wise, it's not as big, but you know, on a human factor, when you look at 400, 400 people lost their, lost homes. their homes due to um, a software error, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's that's really unfortunate. You know, that's that's the one thing too is I always suggest. You know, one of the things at at Satori, I, I always say is get a second opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, um, just because an institution is bigger or or whatnot than than uh, you know, than, than a person, it doesn't mean that they're always right. Yeah. And in this case, you know, we were seeing, you know, we hate picking on Wells Fargo here, but you know, they, they seem like they've made the news and, you know, unfortunately it sounds like, you know, they, uh, <laughs> they, they sometimes do more harm than good. Yeah. Sometimes there can be mistakes. There's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of software, a lot of people involved. There's definitely opportunities for mistakes. Yeah. That's why the it, second opinion is always a good idea. Yeah, and if you ever find out there's an error or anything, I mean, it's always, you know, always getting a second opinion is just a great idea. Mm -hmm. Whether it's with mortgages or just basically anything in general. Don't take anything at face value. All right. What's our <laughs> next one? All right. Uh, next uh, article here comes from National Mortgage News as well. Uh, mortgage credit availability hits highest point since the crash. Okay, so we'll be brief on this one. This one basically just means that, you know, everybody that applies to a loan, it's a percentage of people that apply versus people that, you know, I guess not politely get denied, but, you know, they, for some reason, they didn't get issued the loan. Um, pretty much this is saying that 
there has never been more products, more approvals, more ways to get a mortgage since the crash as of today. What would you say is the major contributor to that? Would it be the portfolio, increase in loan limits uh, on some things? Yeah, just credit in general. Um, I, I, I've, because I, I worked through it. I think one of the highest thing is a you, you have property values that go up. That that's always good. So more and more people want to lend on that. Mm-hmm. Um, two, a, a good economy, meaning that people have jobs again. Um, and, and three, like you said, now you know when it's a good economy and people have jobs and home values are going up, now you're starting to see alternative products. You're starting to see lacks, you know, a little bit more. People are willing to take a little bit more gamble on things because, you know, if they're buying into an asset, it's, it's you know, better than buying an asset, an asset than, you know, than something that, yeah. yeah and, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, it's a good time. There's a lot of stuff out there. Rates are still pretty good. And, you know, like I always say, the, the, best thing to do is, you know, sit down with somebody at Satori Mortgage, figure out a plan and see if you can qualify. Yeah, I think the moral of this story is definitely is if you were denied previously, there might be new programs or, you know, new qualifications available where now you could maybe qualify. Absolutely. You know, there's, we're seeing self-employment programs come in that I've never seen before. Uh, programs for home investors, you know, programs for, for people who, you know, have credit issues. Um, you know, there's, there's, there is a lot of stuff. Um, I, I think market's very healthy, and if, if you sh- deserve to get a home, you should be able to get a home. So our uh, topic of the day here is what is a mortgage? Yeah, so I wanted to co- kind of cover this. I've, I've kind of, um, you know, we, we deal with mortgages every day, Jake, and, you know, I've been asking, get feedback on the show, and uh, somebody just told me, you know, thanks, Carolina, told me that, you know, go basic. Mm-hmm. What, you know, what is a mortgage? Um, you know, and a mortgage is basically a predetermined loan. It's a, it's a calculated off an amortization schedule. Um, and, you know, it's based off of the loan amount and the interest rate. And then they take that over 30 years, 15 years, or 20 years. Mm-hmm, depending on what you choose, yep. Yep, and it's, it's secured against, you know, usually a primary home, investment property, some type of property, um, it, it's, it's secured against. So either if you get a home, home equity line of credit, it's technically a mortgage as well. Um, and that's basically it being secured against a property means that if you default on that loan, they can take your property. Mm-hmm. Hence that's, the Wells Fargo issue. Yeah. And that's where you get better rates than, um, non-secured loans. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I, the bank can take something rather than just, we want this money, but there's nothing they can take. Yup. And I, I think with home, with mortgages, they offer, you know, obviously it's healthy for people to go and buy homes. So they want to offer the best, the lowest payments over the longest period of time. You know, the, one of the things that I, I think is the biggest misconception about mortgages is, you know, the interest rate and how you pay that off. Um, a lot of people, you know, mortgages are front loaded with interest. So that means that if you're doing a 30-year loan, you're really not paying on a monthly basis principal to in- interest like a 50-50 until you're 12 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we ran a quick calculation. You know, there's $300,000 loan at 5% on a 30-year. You're paying a total of 279000 and some change interest on that. So your, your true price of the house is like 579000 um, and I, I think, you know, some people, if they don't sit down with, with somebody and have that plan that we talk about, you know, they don't always realize like how much interest they actually pay on a home loan. Yeah. And that's where 
going and doing stuff for a making sure you can get the best rate available to you mm -hmm. is huge because just a quarter of a percent because you didn't shop around can be a lot of interest when you look at the life of the loan not exactly. just a little bit a lot of interest difference mm -hmm. and then uh, and then uh, this is also just like the 15 becomes a very a prop uh you know good product if you could have the means to do it because you really can cut that interest down a ton yep so we always advised you know uh well, we, when we make our loan plans for people, we always, you know, show them if, if they qualify for the 20, 30, 15 year option, a 15 year option. I mean, you really cut the interest in half um, your payments a little bit more every month. But I mean, you really are working towards t home ownership mm. versus kind of like it being a glorified rental. Um, now, it you know, it depends on the person, the income the situation in life. Everybody's a snowflake, you know, and the best thing to do is, you know, not all mortgages are alike. The best thing you can do is sit down with one of us and, and discuss and, and ask questions. Yep. What's your goals? What, what you're planning to do? The, the thing is, if you're planning on being in a home for 10 years and you look at how much of your balance is going to be left in 10 years of a 30 versus a 15, big difference. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as they say, not all mortgages are the same. Um, you know, and that's, that's just a little tidbit on, on mortgages. If you have any other questions, if you need to know any, you know, any general questions, anything like that, I get them all the time. I love answering the stuff. I love talking to them about it. And so, uh, you know, contact us at Tory Mortgage, and I hear the music. I think we got to go to break here. All right. Talk to you on the other side. Hi, friends. I've been talking to you about Minnesota's first green cemetery, Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. It's an entirely new way of looking at our last earthly step. Burials are designed to have as little impact on the environment as possible. For many of us, a continuation of the commitment we made during our lifetimes. Let me suggest you go to the website, mngreengraves.com. Explore what it is. Prairie Oaks Memorial Eco Gardens. It's a lovely place, a peaceful place. Minnesota's first green cemetery. Located just north of 50th in France, the Great Wall Restaurant has provided a delicious taste of authentic Chinese cuisine since 1981. Specializing in Sichuan and Peking dishes, they offer one of the most extensive menus in the Twin Cities. Favorites include hot and sour soup, pan-fried dumplings, and mushu pork with homemade Chinese pancakes. Stop by their Edina location or call for takeout at 952-927-4439. See the full menu at greatwallrestaurant.us. Hi, this is Matt from the Green Home Doctors. Did you know approximately 80% of our homes in our area are not sealed and insulated properly? A typical home has air leakage equivalent to that of a large open window. Green Home Doctors has treated thousands of homes with our special diagnostic equipment and can prescribe the appropriate remedy for your house. Stop air conditioning your whole neighborhood this summer. Call today and take advantage of rebates from Excel Energy and Centerpoint Energy. Visit greenhomedr.com. Hi, I'm Mike Rothman, and I'm running for Minnesota's Attorney General in the August 14th DFL primary. With 30 years of legal experience and seven years as Minnesota's Commerce Commissioner, I'm the most qualified candidate for Attorney General. As our state's top watchdog, I oversaw over 20 industries, including insurance, real estate, banking, and the energy sector. I worked hard to build our clean energy economy, protect our state's beautiful lakes and resources, and improve access to affordable health care throughout our state. 
I made consumer protection my top priority. We stopped fraud and scams that targeted seniors. We stopped predatory lending and mortgage fraud. And we put criminals and con artists behind bars. We saved consumers over $1 billion over the years. As Attorney General, I will continue to fight for you. I'm ready to protect you and your family on day one. Vote for Mike Rothman for Attorney General in the August 14th DFL primary. Paid for by Mike Rothman for Minnesota. Hello, humans. This is me, Ellie Krug, with Ellie 2.0 on Monday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. This Monday, the big interview will be with Emily Hunt Turner, idealistic founder of All Square, a Minneapolis gourmet grilled cheese restaurant operated by formerly incarcerated humans. Emily and her work are quite a story. Tune in for this and my usual segments, all about practical idealism. LE 2.0 Radio, engaging and real on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Welcome back to the Mortgage Talk Show. I'm your host, Steve Conklin. I'm sitting here with Jake Giroth. How was your break, day? Jake? Uh, good. Brief. Brief? Very brief. That's good. That's good. Well, we have questions. My favorite segment. All right. So we got a question here from Moses in Minneapolis. Waste no time. Right into it. Why waste time? <laughs> Run the clock. All right. What is hard money? All right, Moses. Uh, so he came into my office the other day, and he's looking at buying rental properties. Um, and he heard a term called hard money. Hard money is pretty much short-term loans, very high interest rate, um, and it's it's kind of a, a a loan that's not it's not a standard mortgage. It is against your house, but you know it's it's somebody that's going to buy and flip a house or, or do something, and they need money for ninety days, and they'll give you money at that ninety days for a decent interest rate. Uh, you know, the next month, then then it, you know your rate. I've seen them go up to like thirty five percent. So it's 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 very handy if you know what you're doing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also seen it where it it's very costly. And again, what do I always say? about planning it's about planning you know come in and talk to us and uh you know i've 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 seen it all i've done hard money normal loans rehab loans everything and you know it's about getting a plan no matter what you're gonna do buy a first or hundredth house you know we you know we're still a resource you can still use us and honestly when it comes to that stuff i i think we're even more of a resource because you know it's it's no longer just a commodity it's kind of like you know that it's a specialty mm-hmm. and, and people that are interested in you know if you're interested in buying investment properties or you know doing some type of project and you you want unconventional financing let's call it um you know it's it's definitely a good way to go yeah totally agree and we'll be able to point you in a number of different directions whether it's hard money or not just depending on your situation and plan mm-hmm all right. Uh, another question we got here is from Evan in Tampa Bay. What type of products can I use to update my property? All right, Evan. Um, so the there is two main products. Uh, one product is through FHA. It's called the 203K. Um, and another one's through Fannie Mae called a home style, I hope. Home I haven't style. done one in a while. <laughs> um, they both allow you to use the equity or not really equity, but they they allow you to refinance into a first fixed mortgage, so your payment's fixed 
um, and to do any type of updates you want, as long as your loan to value, which basically means how much, what loan you have on it versus your appraisal. Um, I believe the 203K goes up to 96.5%. And that's finished. Finished. V- value, yep. not After what completed value. Yeah. Yep, correct, correct. And that's At, the big key with it. And the uh, home style can go up to 95%. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a, you know, a lot of people also use home equity lines of credit, which is a little different. Um, home equity lines of credit is usually done through a, a credit union or, or, you know, or a larger bank or something. And it's like a checkbook. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that rate's always, it's not fixed. And it, it varies month. And well, it's usually locked in for a few years, but you know, it, you can pay those back, take that out, pay that back, take that out where the FHA and the Fannie Mae products are actually like a fixed fixed payment. And those can be uh, interest only payments on those sometimes as well. Right? Correct. Generally the home equity lines are always interest only. Mm-hmm. So that means your principal is not going down if you just make that minimum payment. Yep. Which can be a sticker shock eventually when you're like, oh, I've been paying this for years and I still owe the exact same. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a sticker shock when the rate jumps up and, you know, after five years and you mm-hmm. look at the rate and it's like, well, but it's, you know, everybody's different. Depends on the situation. You know, it's good because, you, you know, the, the other products are very rigid. Meaning, you you know, you need to have plans, you need to have a contractor, you need to have HUD consultants, mm-hmm. um, you need to have contractor approval. A lot of planning. Involved. A lot of planning. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, I say, you know, if it's something over 50 grand, look into fixing that payment. Um, but if it's something like uh, just a quick bathroom or, or something like that, and mm-hmm. you don't want to go through all the steps, then, you know, taking out a home equity line of credit and having access to your equity to use that to, to repair, it's a great tool. Yep. Totally agree. All right, uh, another question we have here from Cindy in Panama City. When should I lock my rate? All right, Cindy. Uh, so Cindy is a client of ours. She's closing on a house here in a couple of weeks. Congratulations, Cindy. Um, and she asked me that, you know, basically, when do I lock my rate? And it's it's kind of a, it's a loaded question um, because there's never the right time and it's never the right answer for anyone, you know, for everybody's different for anyone. But, every you know, every situation is different. I always say if if you're signing your initial loan application, the the very first package that you have and you're very comfortable with the cost and the rate and the payment, lock the rate. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you're I have people that, you know, are are like to kind of gamble by investment properties, they like to gamble, they like to watch the market, um and, and they kind of like to float it up to a couple of weeks outside of closing, you know, by all means, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But, you know, especially if it's if it's your first house, primary house, I, I always say if you like what you see, lock it. Loss aversion is a lot of that. You feel a lot worse going into a transaction if, well, I could have had four and now I'm at 4.25, even though that's not where we're at now in the current Correct. environment. But versus I could I ended up getting a little bit better. You know, it's just the loss aversion, it's just human nature. And, you know, speaking of the current environment, rates have been going up all year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, generally I've generally people that lock are a lot better than people that don't. Yeah, if it continues. Or lock right up front. Yep. Yeah. And then just the, the longer the lock, the little more expensive it is for the lock as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, another question we have here from Stephen Roseville. Should I get a 15 or 30 year loan term? Okay, so we were t- kind of touching base. This ties into our, our topics um, today, and it's kind of 
you know, breaking down what is a mortgage. Um, two of the most popular terms for mortgages are 30-year term, meaning that you paid off in 30 years, and a 15-year term, meaning that you pay off in 15. Mm-hmm. The difference is, is the amount of total interest that you're going to pay on a 15 versus 30 is probably about half. You know, it's, it's a simple substantial math. difference. Substantial yeah. difference. And a little bit lower rate generally on those 15-year mortgages. As well. Correct. Yep. You get a, you get a little bit better rate. So I mean, it's probably even a little bit less than that, half mm-hmm. um, when you you know when you get into the calculations. Um, and again, this is kind of like a lot of questions that we have. It's it's really what's right for you. You know, not what's right. There's not just one answer. I can't say, mm-hmm. Jake, hey, you need to do a 15-year term. Yep. You know, because, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that can go into that. Um, again, the, the number one thing is to, to call, write facts, you know, drop in our office, talk to a talk to a loan officer and sit down and say, okay, well, here here's what I'm thinking in the next, you know, even five years. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the payment I'm comfortable with. And let us show you the options. Yep. You know, because honestly, if if you're going to pay it off fast or you're going to sell your house right away, maybe an arm is better. Maybe a 10 year is better. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's a variety of different options. And, you know, it's unfortunately, you know, in Steve's case, it was best to go to 15. Mm-hmm. But he's looking at paying off his house and, you know, he's has he has ample, ample income to do so. So it's there's no right answer for everybody. But, you know, the only thing I say is get the plan. Yep. Talk to us. Yeah, 15 is a, a great, great product. You know, you save on that interest, but you can get pushed really thin if, you know, you you don't have the finances to do it. Or if somebody, you know, gets their job cut down in their hours or something like that, it can make it a little bit more difficult yep. in and, those terms. And another thing, too, is we, you know, we kind of got cut short on the first segment, but, you know, mortgage interest is not credit card interest. So even though you're paying a lot of interest on that 30-year loan, you're actually over the 30 years are getting a tax deduction as well. There is that, yep. So it's it's not a dollar for dollar. It's not it's not total cut and dry. Um, obviously, it depends on income situations. I mean, amount of interest you pay. I mean, there's there's other things there which a CPA can help you with. But I mean, it's it's you know mortgage interest on a 30-year isn't the worst thing in the world because mm-hmm. you you do get you do see some savings. So your your true effective rate isn't really the five percent you get. It's it's probably more like three percent. Um, but you know, for everybody, it's different. 15, 30-year, it's there's no right answer. Yep, absolutely. All right, uh, another question we got here, and this one comes from Stephen Roseville again. How is my mortgage payment determined? All right, so we were talking about APR with Steve and how I basically said APR doesn't matter. Um, I know the the Consumer Finance Department probably doesn't like me saying that, but really... Got, on any advertisements, we got to display it. Yeah, right you have to, to display it. Uh, APR really doesn't matter. Uh, the simplest thing, and this is... 100% the right answer. There's, there's, it's mathematics. Your, your payment is determined off the length of the loan, 10 years, 15, 30, 25, whatever the length is, the amount you borrow in the interest rate. And that's it. If you do a fixed loan, a, a standard loan, that, that is how it's determined. So if you, you know, if you have a payment, if it's 200,000, 5% over 30 years, that's your, that's your mortgage payment. For the principal and interest portion of the payment. Correct. Now your taxes insurance might go up, maybe a mortgage insurance on there. You know, those things can fluctuate from, mm-hmm. you know, in the, in the 30 years there, but your principal and interest will not. Yeah. If you're like me, taxes are going up pretty much every year at a lot more than I would like them to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Property taxes are going to be going up, you know, which is a good thing because 
when property taxes don't go up, we all know what happens. That means property values are going down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, another question we have here is, what is a TBD approval versus pre-approval? And this comes from Realtor Pat. All right. So this is our, our buddy Pat Dow. Um, so, you know, for all the realtors out there, a TBD approval is an approval that went through an underwriter, um, where a pre-approval is determined by a more than likely a loan officer. Um, you know, Rocket Loans is actually a computer system. Some some of these new new systems are actually just computers telling you, um, so you can kind of get them to to say whatever you want them to say. But um, you know, Pat, the TBD approval is a lot stronger because the bar has already been under been through the underwriting process than a pre-approval. Just so. they, yeah, it's a lot stronger, less likelihood that it's gonna be, go bad. Yeah, the biggest. Anytime thing. you can get a TBD to approval, it's great. So. Well, the music's on already. That went quick. Very quick. Have a great Sunday. And again, check us out, satoriamortgage.com. All views expressed on this program are opinion. They do not represent Satori Mortgage, NMLS, 4190, or any affiliate. Please consult with a licensed loan officer before making any home financial decisions.